Hello, Jay here. If I could ask, could you give us a little five-star rate in Apple Podcasts? Go on, please. It won't take long. You can just do it now. That'd be lovely. And share the podcast. Tell your friends. Appreciate it. And on today's show, we're talking to Kate from Air Bar Yoga. Thai national Kate arrived in Phuket five years ago. And her journey started in Bangkok and then went to Europe and New York before finally settling in Phuket and setting up Air Bar Yoga. Kate tells us where the name Air Bar comes from and how she plans on taking over the aerial yoga world. Yoga in a hammock? Mmm, nice. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, mate. Not about you, Russell. Oh, damn it. It's about the lovely Kate. Hello, Kate. Hello, Russell. Hello, Jay. Oh, that's very kind of you. Um, Kate from... No, I'm always going to get this wrong. Air Bar Yoga. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yes. Air Bar Yoga. How, how can you get that wrong? Oh, There's two words, Jay. No, it was that I never knew the... And, and Kate will tell us where the name Air Bar came from because it's very interesting. Do you know the story? I haven't the faintest idea. No, That's I why do. we're here. Have you ever done aerial yoga, Russell? It's funny you should mention that. No. Right, so you're going to start. When did you get to Phuket? I went to Phuket actually five years ago, but I decided to move. Yeah, and then after that, I decided to move. It's five years now. Is it five years? Yes. Five years since I saw you drunkenly outside Drinks Drink & Co. Co. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Is, Is that was five years ago? Yes. Wow. Actually, that's three. Insane. It must Sorry. be three. Actually, three. Three on my business journey. But I've been here before. Oh, okay. Okay. So, let's go back. So, the, the first time. So, where are you born? I'm born in Pratinburi. Okay. Um, about two and a half hours from Bangkok. And then I study and work in Bangkok for about 10 years. What did you study? Um, I study English, international communication. What, what, for what reason? Because where I grew up in my hometown is, is this a right paddy? Is this a local Thai people area? And when I was around eight, five to 10 years old, so in the school, there will be a book company that they're going to bring all kinds of books and sell in my, in my school. So at that time, even I cannot read or write English. And then every year, from one, from five to 17 years, I buy every English book that they sell. <laughs> <laughs> yes, even I cannot read and write. And then even my mom don't have the money to buy all the books that I like. She just invest all in that book until I'm 17. I have all those books. I wow. still cannot read and write. And then after that, because it is on my head, and then I feel I want to speak English. I want to... And also, we have some English teachers too. And then he is more or less like, oh, I want to have a foreigner boyfriend. <laughs> 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 and then when I have to decide um, what kind of... Um, boyfriend? Oh no, no. no. <laughs> what kind of um, subject that I have to study? I'm very good in math, 
mathematics and science but I did one mistake that I missing to take one math so I cannot be accounting actually my first major I want to learn to be accounting because that is nothing not many things that I like but the test that I make the the number is very good in English and art so they put me in the art school in English communication ah. well unpack that yeah, quite. Well, don't look at me. Okay. <laughs> when you were growing up in uh, Shambury, which is in Pratinbury. What? Well, well, Pratinbury. Is that close to Shambury? Yes. There you go. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> but when you were growing up, so you really wanted to learn English because that was a way out of the paddy. Was that what you were thinking, or was it just that you knew that that was a path you wanted to take? What, where did the drive to learn English come from? Just the English book that they sell in the school. Just was just it. it just bright. W- and and were you learning English at school at the time? A little bit. Just like one class a week sort of thing? Um, just like two class, but it's Thai education, so you not get very much from that. Sure, yeah, yeah. But uh, when we have to pay extra, we can shoot, right? Math, science, mm-hmm. Thai. I, use, I sh- always shoot English and my mom have to pay for And then Saturday and Sunday, um, I have to learn that again. And huh. I love it. I love English music. I love English man. Not English man. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's two well, of us. Hang on a minute. European, I mean, You're like European. foreign yeah. and foreign yeah, yeah. foreigner look. Yeah. Okay, and then it's bring me to uh, the university and study English. So that's what. So at, uni- so at university, you chose to just study English. Mm-hmm. And that was that was your major was English. Yes. And at that stage, did you have an idea of, of what you wanted to do after? Did you no. Like a career path. Nothing. I don't have. But then the English bring me to a hotel business so my first job is a receptionist in the hotel in bangkok um my first job is in chiang mai okay nice after four or five years i come back to bangkok and then we do again in the hotel industry i have my boss my friend everybody in the same industry Mm. so basically i work in every department in the hotel did you enjoy the hotel life I I enjoy, you know, the first year when you start to speak mm-hmm. English, the first three years you are okay. But after that, I struggling a little bit because it is the same conversation yeah, every day yeah, and yeah. same thing. And then I moved to sell marketing, online reservation. Um, but I enjoy the place where I am because I like a beautiful, clean, nice place and beautiful people. So... Um, with, with people, do you mean like the guests that were staying there or the team that the you worked with or both? both? Both. Excellent, nice, okay. When you got bored of the hotel, what, what happened next? Because that's your experience was you could speak English and you worked in the hotel. Okay, yes, I started to uh, speak English when I worked for the hotel. But the funny part, the changing part is after I, have, um, after I delivered my son, at that time he was just one years old. I think we've we've probably missed a step then. Yeah, well, let's go back. <laughs> That's before, yeah. before okay, you deliver it, unless go. you're Mary. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Which I'm not sure you, you might be. I don't know. I was going to ask how that came about, but I think we all know how that came about. But um, <laughs> we all know how the sun. Okay. Yeah, okay. We, we, yeah, we, yeah, know we know the biology, but yeah. Let's track back for when this meeting and when you got to your son's father. Ah, let's go before that first. Okay. okay. Well, yeah, yeah, During that time, um, when I work for the hotel, every time when I finish job from the hotel. I will directly go to the gym to do yoga, uh, Monday to Friday, uh, and our office is in Bangkok. So, so just normal yoga? A normal yoga. Mm-hmm. 
yeah and then um, every day uh, we finish work at 6 p.m every day i'm gonna be the one who living on time right and my boss quite upset well you are the bitch let's <laughs> say you're living every day on time you never um do anything more for me see sorry i love that boss is moaning that you're leaving on, on time, time. Yeah. the time yeah. that they pay you till yeah. or you shouldn't be leaving on time yeah, yeah, but that's what you should be doing more yeah. yes but then he asking me where are you going i say i have to go to my yoga it will start in 30 minutes so mm. i have to leave now and then um and then my friend also there and and look and laughing right because we we are boss and friend and then but boss can I tell you something all the people who sitting here they are waiting for a no traffic time they're waiting uh, until eight o'clock then they can leave and no traffic and then they use your computer they play game they <laughs> use your aircon and electricity and then they're just laughing and I keep doing that um, all the time since, since I work but um, but then before I come back I were pregnant and I have oh, stop the we know the you you want to know how I meet my man, huh? Well, we, we, we yeah, but it's a big thing for you that the fact uh. that you just mentioned you had you gave birth, but there's nine months before you gave birth, okay. and there's probably time for it. So you met somebody. I met somebody. Yes. There you go. There you go. You don't yes. have to talk about him in any way, shape, or form. I'm assuming he's a Western gentleman. Um, I met a lovely, handsome German guy. Yes, who who I fall in love with, and we having a lovely boy. There you go. Cool. Okay, and we'll bench that one. Just out of interest, where where did the yoga thing come from? Okay, so after I meet this man, as I said, a lovely gentleman. Lovely did you meet man. him at yoga? No. Okay. Actually, we meet from a dating site. Ooh. In Bangkok, but not Tinder. At that time, we don't have Tinder. Not Grinder, I'd imagine either. <laughs> that would be the wrong one. But I don't remember what 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 website. And then we dating. We have a long distance relationship, and um, we having a good time. I having a good time for him. I'm not sure. And then. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but at some point, it was a good time. Yeah, but yeah, I mean absolutely, <laughs> yeah. And then um, I have a baby. Okay, and then I pregnant, and at that time. So I don't have a, I never have a financial problem. So if I don't want to work, I don't work. So at that time, um, I almost delivered the boy and then I just quit my job and stay home. Okay. And then after I delivered my boy, Sigmund, uh, my long distance um, German lovely man come to visit us, uh, spending time with us. And before he left, um, he told me that um, he fell in love with somebody. Right. Hold on. <laughs> wow. Why are you... Be no, because I need to... I, my brain doesn't work as quick as yours does. <laughs> right. that, that's, so <laughs> that's a low bar, Jay. So, no, that's very true. <laughs> so you had a long-distance relationship, but then you fell pregnant. Now, I'm assuming that you fell pregnant with him coming over to see you, not just a... That's what I'm trying to get at. So there was times where you would meet him. He would yeah. come over to Thailand and you would go over to Germany? Yes. Mm. We, do, we do that, like, back and forth. Many years, four years, because before we had the baby. Mm. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's cool. So then you had the baby, had the son. Yeah. And then he then said, I'm sorry, I've met someone else. Yes. Wow. Delightful. That must have been hard. Um, or had you kind of grown apart? At that, that it was time, it's hard. But for me, it's not the hardest one in the world. Because the only changing part is 
for me, I don't feel the difference. We have the relationship or not, right? Because it's we so have different. a long distance yeah. relationship. Number I was, one. I was going to ask Number you two, that. I have a a stable family. We has a house. I have a lovely parents and who who willing to support and do anything for me. So only a missing part is him. And then I just say, okay. Um, I can I'm, replace that bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm appreciate that you you do this in front of me, and I'm so proud of you that you are a man, you know. Because what I hate the more that you do something behind me, right? And then I I just can be proud about him. Um, that's really interesting. That's a, that's a really lovely so attitude. Yeah, to no. Have. To be fair, so he flew out here to drop the bomb essentially. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, fair enough. Um, I'll, I can tell you a story off air about how I wish that had played out in a different setting. But anyway. Um, but no, no, it is cool, and it's good that you can take that that v- viewpoint of it. And I suppose you're right. Also, having seeing as the basis of your relationship was always that long distance. Yeah, maybe but that makes it a little bit easier in terms of how it sort of unfolded, right? Yes, and all the time, four or five years, I having a good time. You know, I not even realize it. Wow, it's like something on me, but everything my side is stable. The only one thing that not stable is it's just him and then um i was i was so sad at that time and then i taking care of my son and sometimes i cry sometimes not cry because the baby's so young mm. and i live with many people like a thai family right so i not have very much time to cry and then i stay like that um normally um when i st- when I a few years before I pregnant, he put me in his company. He owned a company, so basically I will get a slally from his company, and of course I do something. I do some sell something for his company in Thailand, and then um, I get the slally sixty k from his company. And I till until my son one years old, I feel like no, I cannot do this anymore. I cannot stay home see my son and cry, right? And then I tell Mama, um, I have to go back to work I want to go back to work and then my boss who, who come from the same place where we used to work together I call I actually didn't call him he called me hey darling do you want to come <laughs> to work with us again and then I go back and Is work old hotel boss yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, the manager not the owner yeah, yeah. Okay? Right, yeah, yeah. the owner is the changing key it's not that I dating the owner no <laughs> <laughs> no but then I I, I want to go back to work and I have to tell the father of my kid that, okay, now um, I want to fry again. I want to go back to be normal. And in the same time, I will have my parent who helped me taking care of my young boy. And then I always go and back um, weekend. Yeah. And then um, he said, no, you have to work. You have to be a mom for my kid. You get paid. You get a slally. I say, no, I I don't care and then I go anyway and at that time I send a message to the company don't pay me (laughs) (laughs) yes I do good for you I do but I do it after after I have a plan what I gonna do so 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 it it wasn't about the money you actually were getting bored and you wanted to work you wanted to get back and And, and have your own independent life right yeah yeah Yeah. so and, and for me it's not not so much about the money for me it is about myself sure. to to be happy and to do something right and then i go back to work like the first four months i going back to the yoga routine again my my bossy and then the owner um the owner 
who owned the the many hotel in Bangkok, and then he gonna he sub he support to open one big hotel is called Yoskan Kariste um, Clinic and Wellness Center. So the owner of the hotel he is a surgery doctor. Oh wow! So he want to open his surgery clinic in the hotel in Kepanwa. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then. And yeah. then, and yeah. then the wellness center is his concept. But um, he studied in America, and then he said, "Hey, um, I know one kind of product that don't nobody have in Thailand. I can send you, Miss Eber, to uh, you to New York to study." You oh. weren't called Miss Eber back then, though, surely, were you? No, no not okay, at that time. Not at that time. Yeah. I was just saying, because no, that's at, great. At this time, I call myself Miss Eva. Just before, okay, just before we get into that particular part, and I, I just want to go back. Where, where did the, the love affair with yoga come from? <coughs> Complete come mistake, from or you've always? Um, how did that all actually, start? they don't journey? have in Thailand at that time. No, I mean normal. Just not. You, you started off just doing quote unquote normal yoga, right? I do. I do normal yoga. And and that was from where? Just. Thought I'd give it a try in and really gym. liked it. In the gym, no, I do it anywhere. No, in no, no. But, yeah, but how did that start? Oh, how did that start? Why did you start doing yoga? Ariel. No, no, just general. Just general yoga. Just because you wanted to. I like it. I like to go <laughs> gym. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Okay. I like to go gym. I go. I oh. Russell likes to go to the gym even yeah, more now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Um, I went. I do yoga when I was 17. When my mom okay, sent gotcha. me to university, I used her money to pay for the gym. Okay. The bed gym in Bangkok. And then I have very less money to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I well, I can that. touch my toes. And then, yeah, so, okay, the, the next question is the whole aerial yoga. Where did that come well, from? Well, let's just find out about the New York bit first. Well, I'm guessing the two are connected. Um, because the owner, he studied in New York and he know the cool thing in New York, right? And at that time, it's not available in Thailand. Sorry, what was not available? Aerial, aerial yoga. yoga. Oh, Okay. I mean, I can think of a lot of cool things in New York that aren't available here. I but think five, six years now. Six years. Well, th- so this is where you first... So it was the boss of the hotel that sent you to New York to go and learn how to be an aerial yogaist. Mm-hmm. Instru- or an instructor. Mm-hmm. Had you known or did you know about aerial yoga until he mentioned it to you? Or you'd no. never seen it before? No. Wow. Far out. No, and then... I am in the position to get far to do it. I not know, and because for me, I never think about the business. No, I I really try to get out from my sales net, right? And to send somebody for for him is is a big investment. And how long was the how long was the course? How long did you go for? Many year back and forth, but in America, I only start the last level, which is the most difficult one and the most expensive. But the level before, I do um, some course in um, Bangkok and then in Hong Kong, and then the last level, I have to go study in America. The key point is he need to send somebody that he can trust because this is one of the most expensive training. So he needs someone that after you finish the training, you need to belong to me and work for me. And not set up your own business in Phuket. <laughs> Which we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, yeah. But in, in terms oh, okay. of, in ter- no, but in terms of the New York part. So how long when you got to that level <clears throat> and you had to go to New York? How long was that for? Three months. I have to stay in a small apartment, and then we have to go a study. Mm-hmm. The study is not long. We study four days, but I have to spend time with the instructor and with the student, yeah. and then practicing together yeah, yeah, with yeah, yeah. them. Okay, like an and internship sort of thing. Yeah, and yeah. then I have to pass the test. 
and then I come back. How was? Did you enjoy? Had you traveled? You've been I'm to just Germany. Just ask you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been to Germany a few times. I'm, assu- I'm assuming when you was going back and forth. I start to traveling since when I was 22. Okay. So I have been to many places all over the world. Okay. okay so anyway, so, so, so this, w- this was easy then, right? That part is not not not. But did you enjoy good. New York as a, as a city, as a country? Um, as I like more Europe, Italian, Austria, France more. Okay. I'm not the city person, no. Well, that's uh, fair enough. Blanket apology <coughs> to our American listeners. No. <laughs> <laughs> American, you, America. American, <laughs> I like it too, but only have to be outside. I've been to Baltimore. Baltimore. Well, it's a, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's a huge country and there's so many yeah. different yeah, yeah, things yeah. to see. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed New York for a holiday, but I, I, mean, I, was, I wouldn't want to live there for three months. We, we like Texas, personally. At that time, <laughs> I'm not, how to say, I don't have a high-paid job, so New York is not a it's place not for me place, because, yeah. wow, this is so nice, this is so nice, I want this, I want that, <laughs> I cannot buy, you know? <laughs> So for me, no, not fun. So you did your aerial training. You obviously enjoyed it. You obviously felt a bit of a passion for it. And then you came back to set up what? No. Ah. I support to work for the hotel. Yes, you were because he invested in you because he said he wanted someone there that he trusted and that would work for him. So what happened next? (laughs) Okay, what happened next is not my fault. So um, the hotel that he built almost finished. So um, the mistake is the people who and the people who build the hotel and the designer, they didn't decide the hotel to matching with the surgery room, right? The hospital room, you need to have a big operation room and a big walkway in case emergency thing happening, you'll be able to run the bed all yep. the way through. But the hotel finished without they have the operation room, but you cannot use. If if he need to redesign and start decoration again, it's too oh, much so already. So you had an operation room, but you had a corridor that people couldn't get into it if they were in a stretcher. Yeah. Brilliant. That's a smart thinking. Yeah. There was mm. a hotel built in Bournemouth that they nearly completed, but they hadn't built a kitchen with it. So that these things happen. Hey, <laughs> grab. This is Thailand. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Thailand. Yeah, exactly. So, so basically... He know that I only can make the money from a surgery room, right? Because when people come here, the hotel direct by the sea view, the land is very expensive. That's why they get a very small piece of land. So the, the main thing that he has in his mind, okay, I cannot do uh, surgery here. That means no money for me. So then he decided to um, sell the hotel to somebody else. And he did. But... Um, in the meantime, I already bought the condo next to ho- the hotel. Oh, down in Pamora? Yeah. Wow. So I bought the two-bedroom condo because I have a kid. And my basement is good because I grew up in a nice and good family. So we never have a seriously financial income. So I bought the condo next to that hotel. But they sell it. And then what next? I bought this already. But at that time, everybody gets sick month pay off. So I get six months salary, which is not much. Um, everybody get, if they have more money than me, they get more. So I have that six months salary. And what I do with that money, okay, I bought the condo here and I love Phuket. I don't want to move. Okay, so hold on. Let's just, just try. So what year did all this happen? What year this happened? I think three years ago. So this was three years ago when we first met. Yeah. That was the timeline. Yeah. 
Yeah. So you had, so that was the time where the hotel was sold. You'd had your six months. You'd bought the place down south. I bought south. the place before the hotel. Okay, so you bought the place first yeah. down south. And then you all went tits up. But then you were here and you went, I love Phuket. I'm mm-hmm. going to stay. Mm-hmm. So when did the, which is your question, when did the idea of, right, I'm going to do my own thing then come? Uh, the idea is I get six month pay. Six month pay. It's like 300K. And then I am in the middle like, okay, there is no aerial yoga studio where I can work. And I don't want to go back and work full time anymore. No. What I can do with this guy, this money, mm-hmm. 300K, my only money that I have. So then the guy, Alex, he is from PhuketCondo.net. He is the one who sells the condo plug. to me. There are yeah. other condo companies <laughs> out there. Yeah, he is the one who sells the condo to me. The one in Pan... Pan yeah. yeah, yeah, and then he has the office. It's like a hotel management office in the Brasa Surin. The next door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he said, hey, um, Kate, you know what? I see, I, I see, I have the room next door. This is a very high bu- building, one side full of the miller. I think that place should be good for you, for, for your area. And then... He like, okay, I can show you, come. I go with him. But were you looking to set something up before oh. he mentioned that? So no. were you looking, you, you no. weren't. So it was just him going, do you know what? Hot chick, just looking for work. <laughs> <Can you start laughs> yes, I am. Hot chick, looking for work. She can get moving to next to me. I like his yeah, style. Well yeah. done, Alex. Yeah, and also by, by that time, because I live in that condo, Alec give me a few contract with their own the villa already. Yeah. And then I go to work in this place. And then I quite shocked because I work one hour, I get 2,000 baht. Normally I work one day, I get 2,000 baht. So I quite enjoy living in the nice place. And this was doing aerial yoga at, before, people's, before. at people's villas? Yeah. Wow, okay. And the villa not too far from my condo. Mm. So I keep go to the house every day and a few house. And then I'm not thinking to go back work to the hotel or do anything else because I enjoy the moment I live in a mm. nice place and get good pay work, right? And then um, Eric showed me something and then I go to do to ask how much money I need. So basically I invest this three hundred K in the Surin studio. And that's Surin Plaza. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't get any more um, money from my ex. Just out of interest, what made you, what made you choose Surin? I didn't choose. Is a hunk, I'd imagine. I didn't choose because I don't know. I don't Pan know Noir. the location in yeah. Phuket, and I not even know which place is good or bad to me, right? But Alec. He was there already. He has the office there, and the room next to him is empty. Oh, sorry. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Alex gotcha. is a hunk. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fair one. Yeah. <laughs> is Alex and a hunk? Sorry. Is he hunky? Is he good looking? Alex. I'm just checking. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know him. Do I? Yeah. Oh wow. I better be nice then. <laughs> In that case, yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he is. He's gorgeous. Um, <laughs> he is English guy, by the way. Oh, they're they're the best. <laughs> When you decided to do this little business, the air, okay, so let's find out where did the air, air bar, bar come from? Name come from? Okay, so air I can figure out. It's the bar bit I don't get. Okay. I'd have gone with air yoga, but you know. The story also come from where I, how I grew up, right? Because I am the kid who who really love the beautiful thing, love the English book. Let's say for example, at that time, uh, my mom sent me to a private school, but the other ex Thai private, not English private, but the other extra cost 
um, the parent need to pay separate. But uh, at that time, my family was not that successful, so we live on budget. So first, my mom said, "You have to shoot. I I pay for your sweet swimming course already." And then I say, "Mama, I want to pay piano and I want to learn ballet." No, no, we don't have the money for ballet. You have to shoot. You want to you want you want English book or you want ballet? So so. At that time, I missing to do ballet like a normal, beautiful kid could do. So I did do the ballet. Russell did ballet. And, yeah. and then later, yoga is similar to ballet. That's why I start to do it anyway when I am 17. Right, there we go. It's kind of like flexible, beautiful posture thing, you know. So I miss that. Fairness, Just you, different you shoes. <laughs> Well, I know you, you are right, and I'm, I'm jumping in because yoga is very, it can be, especially the aerial yoga that you do, is elegant and it is beautiful, unless you get a monkey like me doing it. You and it's look not beautiful too. Oh, you flirt. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> so, sorry, so we're going back to the air bar, so the bar bit. So, bar, B A R R E, is actually, I'm not sure, French or Italian vocabulary is come from ballet. Oh, so it's air ballet. Yes. There you There go. We go. Okay. Okay. So it's me in area plus ballet, and it's really me. I name is for my for myself. And after um, I shoot the name, I attract all these guy people. What That's kind cool. of people? Most of my students are ballerina. Well, they not when you first started though, because I wasn't a ballerina, and I was one <laughs> and of your unless first students. Unless you're telling us something. Yeah. So. Exclusive here on the podcast. <laughs> That's it. Just so happens is, just call me Wayne Sleet. <laughs> <laughs> Only English people will get that joke. <laughs> oh dear God. Oh. God. So when we met you, and we'll go back to this because so we, Russell and I were out drinking one night, and we met you at Drinks, Drinks and Co. Co. Was yeah. the first night we met you, which must have been about three years ago. Okay. Was when you just first opened your studio, and you basically said, "Why don't I come?" Because I think we were, we were asking what you were doing, and you were saying you're doing this aerial yoga. We knew nothing yeah. what aerial yoga yeah. was, and then I came and actually had some lessons and actually tried it. I loved it. I really loved it. I thought it was really, and I did never wanted to do yoga because I felt to me yoga it just had a kind of <coughs> something that I wasn't into. Mm -hmm. But the aerial yoga where I tried it was much more. It seemed more power moved, and it much, much more. And that's what I liked about it. It was power, 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 which is not what you've described. You described it more as flexible and ballerina-like, and I'm yeah. describing it more as power. Yes, it could be because we, there are a different kind of training. They have aerial yoga, they have aerial fitness, and they have air ballet. So well, as just to say, just so for the for the listener who doesn't know what aerial yoga is, mm -hmm. just just break it down, the, the different types. Yeah, so I mean. To matching with the customer. So what would I? What was I doing when I was? Affitnet. Making a mess. I wasn't making a mess. <laughs> you you do affitnet. But what are the other types of aerial? Because uh, so basically, just for those who don't know, aerial yoga is when you've got it strapped to the ceiling, mm -hmm. and it's either it's it's not rope. It's, it's in a hammock. It's in a hammock. Yes. It's mm. a, a silk or a, a a cloth hammock of some variety, and you're basically doing like Cirque du Soleil, kind of hanging and doing trapezing and kind of that kind yes. of movements. So that's what it is. But are there different varieties? So you say I did a fitness one. What are the, the other type? Um, the fitness one is, is more like for the man thing. Um, the other type is, is yoga. So we're not going to focus so much on the strength. We will focus more, much more to the flexibility or healing the back pain problem or office syndrome or even um, help you to get a better posture. Yeah. 
so the area one and if you want to grant the strength you still can get it from the hammer and if you want to be a ballerina or in the performance level you could do air ballet so which is my my that's your thing yes where, where does to, to jump in where does this all come from the sore no the whole sort of air ballet thing. Ah. Where, does, where does it start right the, the whole air... Yeah. You mean serene process? No, no, no. Just, just the concept of it. I mean, I... Who I invented aerial yoga? from me. No, no, I mean, no I, oh. when did it first start? So I, I mean, yoga, everyone's heard of yoga, but I'd never heard of... The, the guy who invented is called... It's come from anti-gravity, and the guy who do it, um, his name is Christopher Harrison. So he is an American artist. He used to be a gymnastic uh, professional, and then very often he were in the um, Jennifer Lopez show or Adele show or huh. Michael Jackson show. Doing aerial kind of gymnastics. Yeah. Yes, okay, but right. he creating and decided to be more healing the people or exercise. And then he bring the business to the fitness thing, which is more friendly to the people because sure. people have easy exit because not everyone can be the actors. I mean artists or yeah. bring it to the show. So this, but there are many people doing this now also. Well, it's interesting because you were the first doing it in Phuket. And now I've noticed there's a lot of other yoga studios that are now offering the same thing and they're calling mm -hmm. it fly yoga, aerial mm -hmm. yoga, which is a good thing of you because I think that yeah. that's anyone that copies you means that there is obviously a market for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You've moved now from Surin Plaza and you're mm -hmm. now at Boat Avenue. Mm -hmm. Why did that move happen? Was that just your end of contract or you needed somewhere bigger? No, no, no. The big move is I have been very successful in the Plaza Surin during the COVID time. I have a lot of private customer and during the COVID time, I turn anything bad happening to my business. I always turn to make it good. They close my studio. I sell the hammock including insulation <laughs> to the house. So now... Oh, so sorry, when COVID happened, you couldn't teach? No. no. Ah, but okay. I am here and I still want to work. Actually, I am quite okay to not work, but my customer keep sending me a <laughs> tech t-shirt. I want to work out, want to work out. And then I have the new idea. I sell the hammock with their private session at home which is even better than I work in the group class at the studio. And I have at least 10 house now yeah. who has the hammock. I make lots of money from selling the hammock and private session. So from this, let's imagine, I have 10 people, right? Everyone pay me 100K further before I even give it's them the expensive hammock. No, the hammock is 10,000. Oh, okay. But That's an expensive the class, hammock. the class, Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 The yeah, yeah, yeah. It's expensive hammock. So the class is 15K. So the, the class is 15K. Imagine if I have these people, 10 people, boss me 100 in S1. Yeah, I'm doing the maths. Yeah. And yeah. So 1 million, right? So um, I just changed. I, and then um, before I get to know the owner, I, I start to build the relationship with the owner of Absolute You because I have many customers at home and normally an Absolute You, they, they have a signature with a spinning class. Yeah. So I help them selling the bicycle 
at home. So let's say one buy is 70k, I get 20% commission. Again, I make money yeah, yeah. for them and make for them and make for myself to commission. And then I slowly start, hey, what are you going to do with your building? Are you... Are you at this point, so sorry, Absolute You yeah. were based at the building that you're in now at yeah. Boat Avenue. And yeah. they'd moved out and uh-huh. they were just trying to flog their, sell all their equipment. Yeah, so um, the owner said that they tried to sell, right? For like a five million baht. And the, the then whole many, many people, yeah, but it's separate from the land. We all have to pay for the land rent. Yeah. So they want they try to sell it at the beginning seven million, later five million, and then I I we build I built the relationship with them, right? And then it's end up like they give me for a very good price and I decide to do it and move in. And how long have you how long have you been there now? Um, we start there January. Now six months. Six months. And how's it going so far at your new location? This place is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know why you, you meet me at uh, Drink and Co? Yes. Because you were drunk. <laughs> you were. So were we, to be fair, though, I think. Because I, I when I am in Surin Prasa, the location is not good. I, every week, at least one or two times, I have to go out, go party. If I have a chance. <laughs> I have to go out and go, look at the yeah. smile on her face. <laughs> if I have a chance to say what I am doing, yeah, yeah. I do. And I bring the customer I bring the customer that way. Well, yes. in, in, in all fairness, you are a very good-looking lady, right? Uh-huh. And for you to go out and explain what it is, and that was one of the reasons I went to try it. Uh, this, this hot chick sitting there talking about this aerial yoga. Private class, no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Showing off, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anyway, got him sussed. <laughs> um, do you still enjoy teaching? Very much. Is for me, is is more than teaching. I helping people. Let's say people have a shoulder injury, have a back pain problem. They almost cannot move, you know? I helping them and I'm so happy and enjoy. But I have a different type of a student, a student who don't have any problem. I have a chance to bring them to <laughs> a performance level. To make level. them pro- give them problems. <laughs> to bring them to the performance level, which yeah. is my dream. We like we, we, we want to be in the show. You is know? that what you want? So the idea is to have a few of you hanging from the ceilings doing a show in front of people. Not the idea that I want to do that. But for the marketing, yes. Yes, yeah. Apart from back pain and people that want to perform, why would people want to come and do yoga with you? It's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Really? It is fun. Look, I have to admit, I really, I did really enjoy it. I enjoyed the the fact that you could do little flips and you would teach me how to, I did like handstands and little drops and it is really good fun. And I actually really enjoyed it. And it was, it was, at the end of it, I was tired, really tired, but didn't feel, it wasn't like cardiovascular tired. It was just, you know, muscle tired. So I really enjoyed it. And I think anyone can do it as well. It's not just for, you know. Well, I was just going to ask you that. In terms of a, if somebody was wanting to get into yoga and like you would, on the face of it, you would look and say, well, again, quote, normal yoga. I know for all the yogis out there, there's no such thing as normal yoga. There's a million times, but for argument's sake, normal yoga, I can understand that I can go into my room and do my down dog and get on with it. But aerial yoga, now how that's got hammocks, that's suspended, that, that sounds a lot more technical. So surely that's for a higher level. Mm-hmm. That would be my impression. But then I'm sure you've got people that have never done any form of yoga that could walk into 
to your place and do that too. And that was me. Which was Jay. I'd never done any yoga before. At that time, I'd, I'd stopped playing sport and I was just going through a very difficult time personally as well. Mm-hmm. We discussed that? I don't really think we discussed that at all. Let's ever. ask Kate. Well, does she know? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, who's your friend? No. Um, but in all fairness, it took my mind. It was all about trying new things. And, and at that time, it was about trying yoga and I was in you know I was scared and all, all fairness we did meet you and we was drunk and it was I'm all kind of lippy mm-hmm. and big look at me I'm all drunk and that first initial coming and into the next a minute room, I'm hanging upside down yeah no hanging upside <laughs> down with this and you know with, with Kate telling me what to do and you know I was nervous you know I'd never done yoga before and there's this thing hanging from the ceiling thinking, what's going to happen here but actually it was really nice and it was and then at the I, I remember because at the end of each session you'd spend like a minute just lying in the hammock just kind of I like to, the sound of that. Yeah, trying to relax and trying to focus, which is not good for me because my brain just was doesn't <laughs> switch off. No, I think everyone should try it. At least try it because um, it, it was great for flexibility. It was mm. great for fitness and it was great for muscle tone. And that's yes. what I got. I mean, I did it for months and I really enjoyed it. And I would go back to it at another Together time. Together with Russell. Whoa, 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 whoa. Can we do a double one? Are we allowed to? <laughs> that would be a bit... That'd be a bit madness. <laughs> two, two in the hammock together. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. But anyway. Um, so it just a little, So it's Air Bar Yoga at Boat Avenue. Yes. Okay. So great. this place is amazing. I don't have to go to them anymore. They come to me. It's a great spot. It great spot. But more than that, um, I believe in business, people want to have a personal touch a little bit. They want to feel your energy. They want to feel how you care about them and plus how you can inspire them. And you have to prove it before you can help them. Because for me, I don't have a man support to have this big building. Mm. Or what I have is from my customer. But I really fight for it. Um, Very often it's up and down, but I never give up. I don't stop. Even I'm very tired. I'm so happy to do what I'm doing. No, and that's true. You are a very much a positive driven person. And, and, and I've, I've seen that as I know you from meeting you three years ago to where we are now and where you've gone from from there, from a drunken night in Drinks & Co, which we've mentioned too many times. And not <laughs> it's marketing time. Marketing time. Yeah, drunken yeah. time at Drinks & Co to where you are now. Russell. So... Of all the things that you've done, the places you've gone and what have you, what sort of things, I've got a, I have a sneaky suspicion, I know where this might go, but what sort of things have you got on your bucket list? Things you'd really, really like to do. I have many things in my bucket list. And Shoot, go for it. And this is very, very fulfill my thing and to the world. Because on my business journey, I believe that the, the gods see what I'm doing and they support me to, to have what I am today. Um, the first thing on my bucket list, um, I would like to have 20 studio franchise all over the world that we can train uh, yoga teacher to be a teacher and to have their own business. Okay, number two, I come from the hotel business. I still want to own my own wellness center, maybe 10 or 20 room with my airbar business, with gym, fitness, therapy. And number two, again, I still have um, a very nice, beautiful spot off land, very big, like 100 rye in the rice paddy, in the jungle, by the waterfall. I want to do a retirement package for for a very retired people because I believe 
um, doesn't matter even you're old, you still have to do exercise or practicing sure. or do something. So I'm going to do that in my hometown. Number three, I would like to read, the, uh, I want to write a book on my life experience and my business journey. Well, you could just get the um, transcript from the podcast and that's... <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I'm getting 20% then if you are going to use any of this podcast for that book. So this book will tell exactly the, the direction to the business owner how to be successful in your business. Do Doesn't what, matter what you do. No, there'll be a chapter about marketing and say, get drunk at Drinks & Co. and yeah. meet Jay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're really driven. What about personal goals? What about, is there anything you want to travel, you want to see, you want to do? Oh. Sorry. Now number three, Sorry. Number four. Shouldn't have interrupted. Number four, because I experienced traveling when I was very young. Of course, economy class my whole life. So I would like to enjoy a luxury journey. So uh, it's connecting with if I have a 20 studio franchises, I'm going to be the mother of my business. I'm going to traveling. First class, business class, five star hotel, a Michelin star restaurant. So I can do it by myself to go and work here a little bit, work here a little bit, work here a little bit. Paris, Rome, New York, you know. You've not really given us any thoughts at all, have you? And then do you know what? You're so driven, it probably will happen. Yeah, It'll happen next no, absolutely. year. No, actually, I'm living my dream life this year. I never, I never think that I could own this place. This place, I, believe me, many people have more money than me, but they just don't want it. But I took it, and it's very high value, you know, and, and I work only a few hours now, yeah. <laughs> a day, making lots of money. <laughs> and but obviously you need more students. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and the last thing, this one I learned by myself, I believe, I, I want to see that, um, I believe that everybody good in one thing at least you will be you will know you, what you really good at i want to see that people wake up every day and do what they like to do and passionate about it um, because the the way of my success to be honest money drive me crazy but i want to see let's say um you do marketing i do yoga can we exchange that let's say um my parents sell rice and I do yoga, can we exchange that? I don't, I don't want that we are hunting and chasing for money, yeah. but I want that we are wake up and do everything that we like to do, and that will bring you so many things. Yeah, and support, yes. uh, just support each other, right? Yeah. Yes, but in my culture, especially Thai people, they, they not really know what they are good at, what they are passionate about. That's why I want to write a book. All right, interesting. It has been a pleasure to know you and for you to do this podcast yeah, it's been proper interesting thank you very much it really has yeah. from, and like I said we've, we've watched it grow yeah. from the three years ago when we first met you so it's been really interesting now that we're sat here with you with your beautiful big building and looking all lovely and gorgeous and <laughs> life's great excellent stuff Kate thank you very much we'll put all the, the link in the description below with all your details so people can hook up with you and um, I get 10% yeah <laughs> ask him <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Kate, thank you very much. It's been a thank pleasure. You, thank you. Thank you, so you Russell. Thank Thanks, you, Russ. Jay. Cheers, mate. Bye. Bye. Welcome to the outro. Do you know what, Russell? You I didn't swear once in that. Don't do it now. Oh, come on. It'd be really nice to have a whole podcast without you swearing. What are we up to now?
Is this the 88? This this number 88. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that was Kate from Air Bar Yoga. I'm very impressed that you went along and did your aerial yoga sessions. I did it for approximately... I think it was better because I was working with her, so I was helping her do some social media stuff. Ah, that's right. So what we did is we paid it off that I would careful. (laughs) Yeah, um, (laughs) (laughs) I would set up her Facebook stuff and kind of set up. I set everything up for Mm -hmm. her, and then the idea then she would let me have some lessons free, just so I had. Also, I needed to know what what it was to promote it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then after a while, I think that I, I can't remember what happened. I, we. She was ready to take it over herself, the mm-hmm. social media side of things. It got to that level. And, and that's how I was always doing stuff was get people to a certain level. Then I would step back and let them take mm-hmm. it over. That was my business plan when I first started off doing this consultancy stuff. That's changed now. Yeah, absolutely. Now doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Shark 13 Productions. Go and check it out. We produce podcasts. And you've got we a website now. Stories. We have got a website. Um, but no, she's cool, man. <laughs> and she has, from someone that's come from a, a you know... A, a, Oh. Really difficult to know the, the the total upbringing. Well, yeah, but, but nice. She's that you know rural background. Nothing. I forgot which province province that she was from. Somewhere near Chambry. Somewhere, just, yeah, just, <laughs> just near Chambry. Yeah, just up that way. So, um, but no. By the sounds of it, um, you know, no idea what I want to do, which direction I want to go. And she's kind of fallen into. I think a lot of people do this as well. Just kind of fallen into certain pathways. Mm. Um, it's very easy to say that opportunity is just dropped in your lap. It's easy to say that, but at the same time, you've got to recognize the opportunities when they're there and you've got to take the step to follow them through. And I think she's been very good at doing that, which but, is terrific. No, you're true. And the harder you work, the more opportunities you get. And that's yeah, the key yeah, absolutely. thing. So you can sit on your ass and, no opp- and say, oh, I've got no opportunities. But if you're actually getting out there you've and You've got to go out and find them, yeah. And joking aside, you know, we're talking about the, the, the drunken night at Boat Avenue. Um, other boats but that's how available. we heard about air yoga. And she, she was, Airbun, that's what she was doing at other places, not getting drunk, but going out schmoozing and seeing people and putting herself out there Absolutely. to promote it and it's worked mm. well done her if you're interested in doing some air yoga some aerial yoga or some fly yoga whatever you want to call it uh, just check out the descriptions in there'll the links. be links there and it's in boat avenue it's a super easy place to find and to and it's, it's super it's, accessible and also you can go there and do aerial yoga and you could probably have a workout as well couldn't you, you while could you're there? indeed well there'll be more on that coming soon oh interesting i look forward to that one um how will people find this podcast russell uh, I haven't found this idea, mate. Oh, it would be really useful to yep. make it... If there was like a website that was called, oh, I don't know, something like... I'm spitballing here, just pulling this one out of my... No, I can't say that because I haven't sworn on this podcast yet. But if there was somewhere like a website called Phuket Podcast... You could go to PhuketPodcast.com. Yeah, you could. Or you could go I to... I think that would be an amazing place. Or what about Shark13Productions.com. No, I should say, okay, so PhuketPodcast.com is where you can go and check out this podcast. And that also has got links to our other podcasts that we do, that Russell and I do. Um, but if you are looking for a podcast for your own company, then go and check out Shark13 Productions. We produce podcasts such as Barkcast, which is Russell's Bark. It is indeed. Russell's Bark. It's not my Bark. It's me barking it's a lot. Pod. It's my podcast that I embark on a lot. Uh, check us out on Facebook. Check us out on the Twitter and on Instagram. But of course, PhuketPodcast.com. There you go. Um, who we got next week, Russ? I think we've got... Let's not say it. <coughs> Let's not just say in it. case. Just in case. Thanks, Russell. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Bye. Bye. <laughs>